This is the Cash Considerations Podcast with three guys from Pittsburgh, Philly, and Boston talking sports. God help us all. This is the show. Take it away, Dave. Welcome to the Cash Considerations Podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 5th. It's Cinco de Mayo. It's fight night at Madison Square Garden. And we are here. Uh, with the boys, our special guest tonight is going to hang with us for the whole show, and I uh, can't wait to get to him. But before we get to anything, we got to welcome the boys to the show first <laughs> in a hat who I can't believe he's wearing to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I can't even say it. You fucked me up, Carl. Carl Haskell at Carl Haskell. What's up, CH? What's up, boys? Buenos noches. <laughs> There's a Boston accent, little Spanish for you. <laughs> he, newbie producing the show, Dan Newbert at Newbie Talks. Uh, do you believe this guy? How the fuck do you follow that, man? Carl bringing just, out the big guns when we got Gump on the show, baby. Oh, my God. And myself, I am Dave Sherapan, the sportsbook consigliere at Sports BK Consig, the show is at Cash Consid Show, and tonight we welcome to This Is The Show another guy who puts on a show every day, and, um, man, he's just come out of nowhere, but he's still there. He's doing his thing, and, and we had to have him on because, you know, we had his co-host, Tony Diggs, on. Diggs, he came on and told us a bunch of stories and all kinds of things. So we had to go get the other guy, and he is the guy, Gump Cathcart at Bubba Gumpino on Twitter. He is the podcaster on the uh, Pat McAfee show. He's the co-host of the Hammer Don show, a member of the 412 crew proudly now. He is uh, a soccer market mover, shaker, soccer better, and the owner of the best goddamn beard in sports gambling. Bubba Gump, Beto Gumpy, what's up, man? Thank you for having me on, fellas. I appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. You you, you, you reach out to Gump, he responds right away. I mean, he's sweating games. He's, he's making bets. He's doing shows. And you say, hey, Gump, can you come on the show? He's like, yeah, what time? Uh, can you stay? Yeah, whatever you need. Gump is the man. So we're going to do the show tonight. We're going to talk to Gump and find out, you know, the usual stuff that we do here on Cash Considerations, you know, where he's from, where he's at now, and where he's going, all kinds of things in between. Then we're going to touch on all the sports. We're going to uh, get a little NFL draft reflection. Uh, we kind of gave our instant takeaways. Uh, hopefully, you know, we won't be mentioning the Patriots again, but I'm, I have a feeling we will from that goddamn draft. Then you know what we do. We're going to swing around the sports, a little NBA, a little NHL, uh, pulling the goalie segment there, a little MLB. Tonight I'm wearing the throwback Phillies hat, which in my life I never thought I would do, but this hat is fresh. That's a I good had, hat, my yeah, friend. Yeah, I had to wear it, had to put it on. So we're going to do that. Then we're going to go to Carl's Corner, uh, our, our, our end of the show segment. Not quite the end of the show, the second to last segment of the show where you know we, we kind of let Carl – Take it and run with it. And as the social media manager, coordinating producer, and co-host of the show, he's taken it and gone with it, run with it, done a great job with it, so we're going to revisit that. Then we will take a minute at the end for the you know segment that 
basically, you know, clips the show. We do all kinds of stuff. Who knows what we're going to talk about? We've talked about hot dogs, ketchup, beer, um, Jimmy Buffett, uh, King Kong, all kinds of shit, and nobody knows shit. And that's where we're going to go at the end of the show. So without further ado, Gump, where are you from, sir? Okay. So I'm from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Okay. So that's, it's like, it's West island? Coast. West Coast. Yeah, it's an island. But it's, so it's about, there's a boat that you can take from downtown where I live to downtown Seattle. It's two and a half hours. Ooh. Rough so waters? I'm, is that is that a smooth ride or is that a little uh, rough sometimes? This thing fucking flies. It can get a bit choppy. <laughs> if there's not many people on the boat, it's fucking choppy, dude. But it goes. It fucking goes. Like, you can drive across the border, obviously. But you can, for me, it's like you go downtown to downtown. I go see the Sox against the Mariners. Like, I want to be downtown, uh, right? Okay. And it's, it's a good price, too. It's fucking awesome, man. Okay. So you lived there your whole life. So did you play sports growing up at all? So I was soccer and baseball. Okay. And then I hit an age where it was like, if you want to go play soccer, fucking, you, you got to cut out the baseball. So I started playing for this team year round. And then I was kind of like, and then I fucking tore my quad. Oh, I, I did it once and then I fucking did physio like three times a week, grafting, grafting, came back too early, did it again. Oh, no. And I'm like, fucking one more, did the same quad three times oh. in probably oh. a year. But it was it, it was all I, it was my last chance. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, oh, if I man. didn't rush back, it would have been over. You know what I mean? And right, then, right. And then I just started fucking, I actually started playing ball again, which I fucking love doing. But <laughs> soccer, soccer I played till, I mean, I even played back home until I came out here once a week just for shits and giggles. Okay. Can you still run? Can you still do the job? Oh, yeah. It's it's all good now. It's fucking fine now. I did, I did it properly. But when I tore it the first time, when I went to do, like, the grafting, the guy was like, this is probably the worst tear i've ever seen Ooh. and it's just it's just mashed potatoes in there now but i can still <laughs> like i still run around and stuff the odd time it might feel fucking it might just like you'll be walking it'll just bug me but other than that it's fine now man thank thankfully i mean i don't fucking run around too much right right um but yeah right. it was soccer soccer is massive on the west coast were you a goal scorer or were you a defender i I played in the middle of the park and just fucking spread the ball around. Fucking just uh, see. I, I David Beckham was. I had the David Beckham please. That's what I just uh, wanted to fucking nice. ping balls Love all that. over the field. I mean, I wasn't close to that, but I didn't have the speed, but I could fucking ping the ball around for sure. Well, that explains the footy, uh, you know, interest and and you know, interest in betting soccer. So we'll get to that in a second. But so you grow up in Victoria, BC, and you're a West Coast guy. You get, you know, you're close to Seattle, but you're not like a Seattle fan. Like, who are your teams growing up where you grew up? So it was all my dad brainwashed me from when I was a fucking, <laughs> you know, I was I was in Red Sox gear probably when I was a day old. Oh, it was fucking go. Larry Zonka, fucking I was Dolphins. Oh, and, okay. And then oh. it was it was the Seattle Sonics. Until they left. Uh, are you but, still mad about that? 
Yeah, that was fun. You know what? You know how much it was two hundred fifty million dollars to fix Key Arena. The same money they paid Robinson Cano. How many years later? <laughs> right. How many fucking years later? <laughs> right. What a fucking joke, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad, and a lot they're of people good. are still mad about it. Oh, the so, Durant Westbrook. Dude. Oh like, god. Fuck. Yeah, and they go to Oklahoma City. Like, really? Like, you couldn't have figured it out where we could have fixed the arena? Were you at that arena? Was it a shithole? Or, I mean, did it really need that much renovation? I mean, it didn't. It, everyone loved Key Arena, you know what I mean? Yeah. But everyone loved, everyone loved the Kingdome, too. Not true. So, so when, was, I was, yeah. when I was um, when I was a kid, we went every year to, to the Red Sox in Seattle. No matter what, the year the fucking Kingdome, the roof caved in. Yeah. That was the first year I never went. We were supposed to go to that series. Wow, you yes. weren't there. Yeah, so it was kind of a tradition I've carried on. I went to Seattle every year, no matter what, whether it was okay. with my brother or I'd fucking go by myself. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So um, you grow up playing the game, and you're, you know, you're around sports all the time. Um how did you get, what did you do before you did what you're doing now? Like, what is your background before you became this media superstar that you are? So I, I went to college fucking for business. I think for, I was enrolled for six months, but I never fucking go. <laughs> and my parents were paying for it. And I was like, it was six months later. And I was fucking finally went to, him, I said, I ain't been to a fucking class in about five months. Like, oh it's like, my God. So my, my, my dad, so my dad worked at Dockyard, which is, is government owned uh, Navy base where they work on ships. Okay. But across the water was Victoria shipyard where you'd work on commercial ships, like cruise ships, fish boats from Seattle. Okay. So on and so on. And my dad said, I, I ain't getting you a fucking job where I work because I don't want you to be the fucking father's <laughs> kid, blah, blah, blah. You go work at the fucking shipyard where it's not government. And you'll get laid off and you work your balls off. Oh. Said, Fuck, sure, dad, no problem. Thanks. So I just, wa I just wanted to be a laborer. And I walked in there and the guy goes, do you want to be an apprentice to be a painter? And I said, I said, well, what's the deal? They said, well, you're guaranteed four years work while you do your apprenticeship. And I said, well, wow. I mean, sure. Why the fuck not? Right. Right. So I hopped onto that and it was like in my younger days, like I, I fucking like to fire it up a fair bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I work, I work day shift. So day shift was like seven 30 till four. And I would just fucking go out on thirsty Thursdays and light it up with the boys. And I drag, I wasn't dragging my ass up there. I wouldn't show up. I wouldn't call. So I got laid off and it oh, went boy. on, it went on like this after my apprenticeship for like a few years where it was like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He don't oh. want to work here. And then finally they put me on night shift. So night shift was regularly 4 PM till one in the morning. Okay. Is that and more so, your style? So this was fucking life changing. Like <laughs> I was, I was like, people, people don't show up at the shipyard. Like Friday at the shipyard. If you're there, you're leaving early. I turned into like fucking, I was fucking there every day. Any overtime. Like this was where my life, I was like, okay, like let's figure things out and not be a fucking buffoon. Right. <laughs> right. So fucking, I just did that for like 15 years. And wow. then 
And then I fucking, Pat had his show on Sirius and it was like, it's probably three years ago. Yeah. And I always wanted to call in, but I was like, fuck, I don't want to fucking, whatever. I called in, got a good pop. They actually called me dump and I was so nervous. I didn't, I didn't, I just went along with it. I said, yeah, sure. I'm dump, fucking yeah. dump. Yeah, go ahead. And then I called back and then it just turned into a thing. And then Pat DM'd me, do you want to do the podcast? And I'm like, holy shit. And then I went down there for a weekend and fucking ended up going back. And then one morning I just got an email, fucking a job offer and, I was doing both because it, it's so hard to get a visa as a Canadian. Oh yeah! Wow. So I was working. I'd work four in the mor- four at night till four in the morning, and then I was on the west coast, so they're on the east coast. So I would get up at fucking. I would sleep Practice for two, two yeah, hours, that's it, maybe right. two and hours, because I would I would hop up and be sending stuff to our group chat for the show and stuff on the internet. Right, and I did that, and then it finally got to the Pat FaceTime me one day. He's like, he's like, fucking quit. He's like, enough is enough. And I was like, <laughs> all right, let's fucking go. And then September, fucking a bunch of shit happened back home. I won't dive into, but uh, right. September hit, and I just fucking my house sold my house and fucking packed my bag, and here I have been here ever since. Wow, unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, like, it's I'm very, crazy. I'm very fucking lucky, man. I know it's... I am. Like, I fucking hands up. I know I'm the luckiest guy going, but I do not take anything for granted. That's for sure. It's a fantastic story, and it just goes to show you, like. I mean, you got to put in the work and eventually you figured it out. You got on the right shift and then you're, you're grinding and yeah. you're, you're napping in between and you're doing the show and they call you dump and you don't even say anything. <laughs> so, I mean, like that's part of the game. Like that's yeah. just part of like, people keep asking me, how do you get started in this business? I said, I don't fucking know. Like it's mm. just, you don't know. You just got to go. I mean, like Carl answered one text from me or, or made a comment we followed up and boom, we got him on a show. Newbie reached out to me via DM uh, on a Twitter. And, 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 you know, so it just, you don't know how it happens, but it's a pretty fucking fun ride, isn't it? Like, I I mean, like, where, do you believe it? I mean, I've ever, I've just fucking like, everyone will be like, oh, you don't watch all these games. Hey, buddy, I've been fucking on night shift for fucking 10 years. I watch every fucking sporting event that's on TV. Like, people are up my ass about, betting college but i i was betting games listening to the fucking radio dude like i'm gonna bet games if i'm watching on tv (laughs) and that's that's what what's so funny is like none of that even shit matters like that's the best part about it no you you know you hear all this stuff and all these people got something to say and all that stuff you just like all right, whatever. Like, yeah. you don't get it. You, you don't get the show. You don't listen to the Who gives a shit? Um, when when Diggsy was on, yeah. he told us the story about getting the bag. And, you know, I've seen that commercial and stuff in between, you know, the yeah. stuff in between. And, and you guys do such a great job with in between the sh- during the show. You, you learn so much about Pat and about you and about Diggsy and stuff. Did you get a bag? You didn't get no, a bag yet. You no, got a job. I was, I was after that. Yeah. Okay. I got a job. All right. Yeah. So um, I'll be on the next one. You get on the next <laughs> bag. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I hope. Hey, Dixie, Pat, I hope you're listening to the show. Like, you know, the bag thing was pretty cool, but, you know, we got to get Gump one of those too. So I have a note here. So why footy? Like, and now, you know, hearing the background, 
like you played soccer. So do you, is this your best sport? And, and for those of you that don't listen to the show or don't though, you got to follow uh, Gump at Bubba Gumpino on Twitter, but listen to the show, the Pat McAfee show. It's, it's, it's taken over the world. It's so much fun. You guys got to listen to it. But then the Hammer Don podcast, which is the Pittsburgh accent, you know, you guys bring on different people, you give out games, you talk about stuff. And your specialty on there, at least, is footy, which is, you know, your word for soccer. Is that your best sport? That Do you, do you like betting or yeah, do you just like watching? By a landslide, man. I mean, so we'll go back to fucking working nights. Soccer was always something that I could watch during the day. Mm. so so mm-hmm. back home games would be on at noon during the week so i get oh, a couple okay. of games in but then you get to the weekend like first kickoff on the west coast oh, as you crack know acid dawn. 4 30 a.m like oh. i'm fucking i'd be up fucking 4 a.m take the dog out get a cup of coffee on like i'm fucking i wow i, I love it dude like it is it's just it I, it just me like when Liverpool won the league title last year yeah. for the first time in 30 years, like I fucking cried like a schoolgirl, man. For real? Like, You're that uh, committed? Dude, I love it. That is Liverpool is fucking life, man. I'll fuck. I'll die with the shit, man. I fucking. <laughs> I, that's why I like don't like. I try not to tweet too much about Liverpool because when when fucking people will come in your comments like the Liverpool man, you fucking like. <laughs> Oh, it's it real, is. right? Oh, man, and I just oh. can't. Like, I just can't fucking go down that wormhole, man. I just I just love soccer, man. I have since I was – I started playing when I was four years old and fucking – yeah. Have you been to any of those games ever in person? So, that's my bucket list is to get to Liverpool. We only went uh, to, like – I went to MLS games all the time in okay. Vancouver, Seattle, stuff like that, but – that's bucket list to get to Anfield and see Liverpool play with a crank stadium. Well, those those Seattle games are they're events. Yeah, I mean, they get that, that parade, and, and there's that. Yeah, they're, that's a big deal, right? So I went down. I went down when Kaepernick was at his prime. Oh, and okay. I, and I always thought the see that I thought that was noise pumped in. I wasn't buying that. Hey. That Seahawks stadium is fucking insane, oh. dude. It is mental, man. They're fucking. They are absolutely mental. <laughs> I, I honestly, old, I always thought it was fucking pumped in noise, yeah. and I went, I went, and it was like the tickets were like seven hundred just to get in the building. Like it was Ooh. peak, not it was peak Niners Seahawks, oh, and yeah, it was, was fucking. Huge. Oh, it was fucking electric, man. It was awesome. Safeco Field is actually one of the nicest oh. venues of anywhere in baseball. When that roof's open and you get a nice day, it is as good as anywhere in baseball, is it not? It is beautiful. In center field, there's a little fucking standing area bar. Oh, God. And, and you oh. just fucking stand there. Oh. Hey, if you can go to Safeco during the day, man, it is a it is an absolute treat. It's beautiful there, man. Beautiful field. Oh, that's awesome. Um. Boys, do you have any questions uh, for Gump before we move on? I have one more, but I'm saving it for the end. I just want to make sure that you have anything to jump in with here, either Carl or Newbie. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you got? I, I got a. You mentioned the Red Sox earlier. How? Uh, how? How, <laughs> how? How do you become a Red Sox fan, being about as far away from Boston as possible? My old man, dude. Yeah. Fucking so, nineteen. 
1986 was when the Mets. Yeah. So yeah. my my mom fucking had the pots and pans out in '86 oh, before boy. the ball went through her leg, and my oh. dad fucking I he always you know when you always say something and it's like it's like you're joking but you know there's a lot there. <laughs> like my dad would bring up the pots and pans once a week until fucking. <laughs> 2003, when Boone hit that fucking walk-off, I, my brother literally went and sat in the Jeep in his driveway. I broke my phone and TV. My girlfriend at the time said, it's not that big of a deal. I said, well, that's pretty much the end of us. Yeah, like, <laughs> if you don't understand this, take a walk. My dad was fucking, like... That was it. Like I, that was the point in 2003. I was like, "We are cursed. We are absolutely cursed. We are fucked." Oh my god! And then 2004, we, my dad was working night shift at dockyard. He comes home for the eighth inning. Fucking him and my mom fly out the next morning to go to the parade. Wow! Yeah, they 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 hopped on. They went right away. I just fucking threw on my Yankee suck T-shirt, went to the local, (laughs) (laughs) went to the local strip club, and that was my fucking night. But yeah, they went to the parade. They flew out the next morning, so it was it was fucking. He's as real of a Red Sox fan as you. It it doesn't get any realer. Realer's not a word, right? But it doesn't get any realer than that. But it's like that's why I'm not like go back to Liverpool and the Red Sox. Like I never thought I'd see the Red Sox win a world series in my life. Right. So like, I know when they have bad seasons, it sucks, but we've also won four since 2004. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Like I never thought I'd get one. Yeah. Like if the Dolphins win a Super Bowl. Oh God! What are you gonna I, do? That'll be it for me. I'll I'll fucking swan dive off a of circa if the Dolphins win a Super Bowl. Like if that'll be, like, if the Dolphins win a Super Bowl, oh that that'll God. be the end of it for me. I'll I'll have a everything that will have been accomplished for me. Oh, I fucking love it. Oh, well, um, have you been to Vegas? Uh so I went. I went once with a my ex old lady. Okay, we did like the David Copperfield show. Went to a nightclub for a bit. Okay, and then the second time we went for a buddy's. Well, I call it a stag. He's called it a bachelor party. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So so we went down and we just there were supposed to be like ten of us going. It ended up oh, only being like five of us. Yeah. We just said we just said fuck it. We got the. Uh, we got the penthouse suite at the MGM, <laughs> and it was fucking. Hey, there's how many lit- days did you stay? Oh man, so we went. We landed Friday at one p.m. Oh boy, and we were on a runaway. And fucking, by the time it hit Sunday, we didn't even go out. Like it was like nine p.m. bedtime. <laughs> Dragged our sorry ass to the airport. Fucking Monday morning, like I after two, I was fucking. We went to. What's that beach nightclub? Uh, Ex- oh, at, at Mandalay Bay? The one Excess? at Mandalay Bay? Yeah, Excess. Excess, yeah. 
Yeah, we went yeah, there. there. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, boy. <laughs> we were getting those. We were getting those Magnum bottles of Grey Goose. Oh my God, you guys! Hey, were that was that, yeah, that was a nice oh. fucking hey. That was a good fucking six months of savings from the shipyard. That's gone in forty-eight hours. And you didn't even gamble. <laughs> a year, a year wagers at the shipyard for two fucking days oh in Vegas. <laughs> but you haven't been back since, right? No, that was so okay. – I ever since I've been like, I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. And all my buddies were like, we can't fucking live like that. I'm like, <laughs> we're fuck, I'm fucking 35, man. I'm not getting any younger. Let's fucking go. You got one more trip in you. but Yeah, because so I don't – I just – yeah. I asked the boys. I said, when when you are coming to Vegas, when are you coming to Vegas? And, and we don't know yet, but hopefully, like, all the boys will come and stuff. But the question is this. I made the line minus nine fifty. Will you go to Sapphire? Yes, is minus nine fifty. Digsy said he'd lay everything that he had on the yes. Yeah, Sapphire. It's a lock. You're going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, what right. are we talking about? Right. Here? That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure you still got it. Like thirty-five. Yeah. I. Hey, I'm still yes. fucking yes I'm newborn fucking life in Indianapolis. Let's say that. Okay. There you go. It's a, so, it's yeah. a fresh start. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. That is Gump Cathcart uh, at Bubba Gumpino, the podcaster on the Pat McAfee show, the co-host of the Hammer Don show, the soccer market mover. And, you know, he's still good, even though the quad's been pulled three times. And seriously, I'm sitting here looking at the best goddamn beard with all due respect to Digsy uh, in sports gambling right here, uh, Bubba Gumpino. And we're going to talk about sports now. We got We got to talk about a few things. Um, before we do, let's uh, mention the Book It HQF. What's better than winning a bet? Doing it with your friends on the Book It Sports app, you can talk about the game, track your action, and buy picks straight from the pros. Whether you like MLB, NBA, or NHL, come sweat out your bets with one of the fastest-growing communities in sports betting. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today for free on the Apple and Google Play stores. Book It Sports is available for download in all 50 states. There you go. Trent, Nick, David, Liv, Mikey Overs, they're all there. You can find them all on the app. All right. So first order of business, Gump, is the NFL draft. Carl was a pig in shit because the Patriots got Mac Jones and they got a replacement, you know, for, for Brady. Tom Brady at the 26-minute mark has been mentioned. Under pays again every week. Gump, we mentioned Tom Brady. Usually Carl does it, but he's fucking brainwashed me into saying it now. It's That's absolutely four in a row. Terrible. Four in a row. I'm on a four-game winning streak saying it. But newbie's an Eagles guy. Um, he was kind of happy, kind of sad, kind of like okay with it. It, the, it. He didn't screw it up. They got a guy, they're happy. And the Steelers, my team, got a running back who I think is the first piece for post-Ben Steelers, which – it's going to get really messed up there. Nobody yeah. wants to believe it, but it's going to get ugly until they get a quarterback and all kinds of things. But you did this draft spectacular. And 
you know, you, you said before we started, you got a lot of shit for your hat, but you were uh, looking so sharp. What was that like to do that show? And, and, and while the draft was going on, it had to be as exciting as elf. Yeah, there's a lot of Weird Al fucking Amish Paradise gifts coming my fucking way after that. Um, so this year for me, it was extra special because I was here last year about two weeks before the draft when COVID popped off. Oh. And I had and I had to go back to Canada. So for me, it was extra surreal. And it's just fucking, I mean, to be on the air and do something like that for five hours and, you know, J.J. Watt, the honey badger, you know, and fucking Pat is just, he's a fucking ball of electricity. I mean, the guy is just so good at what he does. It's inc- I don't know how he does it, man. Like, I'm, I'm crushing fucking energy drinks to fucking... <laughs> Try and keep up to the fucking juice he has, like, fucking on a daily basis. But it's like, man, it was fucking awesome. And the numbers it did, like, 130,000 live viewers. It's stupid. That's absurd, man. I mean, it's just to be able to do it on YouTube, too, and just kind of have our own channel. I think that's the, the greatest part of all of it. It's awesome. Yeah, and I think, I mean, people really appreciate it, but it gives you that freedom and flexibility to do what you want. And if you yep. want to wear that hat and, and wear that suit and then be called Weird Al, you're like, yeah, whatever. There's no, you ain't got to run it by anybody. <laughs> so so you could do it. What's the one memorable part of the draft for you that you took away? Either somebody did a draft, like made a pick or something, or, you know, your Dolphins you know, made a move, like what was the one thing where you kind of went, wow, that was really fucking cool. Or that was really a good pick something, anything, one thing that maybe is on your mind or you can come up with right now on the spot. I wanted the Dolphins to take Najee Harris. You did? At, at 18. Oh. Yeah. I did. Oh. I think Tua needed him, man. I really do. Yeah. And I, everyone says, well, you, you can't take, you can take a fucking running back in the first round. If the Titans didn't have Derrick Henry, they stink. Yeah. Ryan True. Tannehill Absolutely. still stinks without right. Derrick Henry. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry, yeah. but that's the goddamn <laughs> truth. The Titans are a shitty football team without right. Derrick Henry. Right. Najee Harris is a version of Derrick Henry to me. Right. He can be. I mean, and you know, if you and, got, and I only hope he, he's and I close. Don't, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know what this Jalen Phillips guy is out of Miami. Yeah. I don't. That's the question, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people wanted him, apparently, but the guy, I don't know. I, just, I, I don't know. I just would have, if last year we took all offensive linemen. Right. Because we were going to get weapons for two of this year. And it's like, but we didn't. Right, like but I know. Are you happy I, as a Dolphins fan with the with the coach and where where they're yeah, going? Because yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, just think how yeah. how far away exactly. you are from shit. Yeah, I love Flores, and you look at the weapons that he does have now. You got Devonte Parker, Fuller, Waddle, Gasecki. But I just think if you had if you added Najee, I just think that was it. Your offense right. was set, right. and then if and then if Tua failed with that crew for a couple years, now you then know. you could say we did our best to surround him. Right. And what I do you just, think about I, Tua? I don't know. I don't That's know. Fair. I, I just think he needs a full year. He's might be more healthy. I, I honestly, I, I've, I've been trying to like 
if they traded for Deshaun Watson before all this stuff about him, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think as a Dolphins fan you could have been mad about it. If they were to trade for Aaron Rodgers now, you couldn't be mad about it. Yeah. Like, I was deep in the fucking interwebs last night on Twitter. And I browsed. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things, man. You'll find, you go, hey, the fucking Browns fans were literally saying that they did not want Aaron Rodgers because they were building something with Baker Mayfield. What? Come on. I was, I, it was a lot. It was fucking, (laughs) it was a lot. It wasn't one or two. And that's we got why a lot Cleveland. of listeners in Cleveland, too. You people are out of your it, mind. I, I, no, I, what are you talking it. about, man? If you, if you love Baker Mayfield, that's great. You guys have a good team. But if Aaron Rodgers comes knocking, you fucking open the door, my friend. Yeah, come on in, buddy. Come on in. We, we, you yeah. get whatever you want. We'll yeah. fix it for you. Yeah. I can't believe how many people think he fucking put that information out there, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. My God! Oh, Pat right? was going off on that this morning uh, or this hey, afternoon. Yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, why? And if he was trying to force a trade, why would he force it out the day of the draft? He'd probably do it like I can't believe people side still side with owners. I don't get it. I I say I that across it. sports. Whenever it's you know this players versus the owners, it's like the uh, the players are getting so much money. Like, have you ever looked at these owners' fucking net worth? What do you? Oh yeah, you're really sticking it to the working man yeah, by owning, like, siding with the. I never fucking got that, man. Never I, understood. And that. even more so, like being in sports media now, fucking times it by a thousand. What I thought yeah. before, man. Like Absolutely. it's all just, it's all bullshit. This is it all is. bullshit. It is. Have you heard one owner in the last year with nobody being in any of these stadiums or ballparks complaining about money? No, that was that was why the fucking. Super League had to start in fucking soccer, those yeah. fucking scumbags. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the right thing happened there. That lasted, what, a day? Right. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, they're just lucky that those stadiums weren't full or they would have seen a real fucking riot, man. Like, oh, I man. can't, I can't, I mean, I, I won't oh. open that can of words just yet. Right? <laughs> um, Carl, you got anything to say to to the you know Don Shula fan here, Don, you know Mister Dolphin Tua? I mean, they're they're reuniting the the Alabama guys, which probably is the best school to reunite guys. Yep. He's a New England guy. I mean, but he's a Boston guy, so don't go too hard because you guys, <laughs> you're like brothers in spirit. But that's like, true. What what do you say to the Dolphins guy? Yeah, you know one one thing about this division, right? Is you got four quarterbacks, and Josh Allen is the most experienced out of the four quarterbacks. You got Josh Allen with four years. You got two is going into his second year, and you got two rookies. They're and they're and they're all good. It's going to be a fun division to watch for a long time. Are either of you worried about the Gump? You're not worried about the Jets, are you at all? Like seriously? No, I think uh, I think the Jets will regret not drafting Justin Fields. Ah, uh, I agree. I was, I'm fucking high, high on Justin Fields. Yeah, really. I think, I think he's a, I think he's a guy. I really do. I, I don't know. I, I didn't understand when people were saying that Mac Jones was ahead of him, and I, I don't understand how Zach Wilson got ahead of him. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. Newbie, anything you want to tie up on the draft before we move into uh, some basketball discussion with you and your MB T-shirt? No, no, I, I, I think you guys nailed it right there. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I was personally happy because out of the two Alabama wide receivers, because of the skill set of Devonte Smith versus the skill set of Jalen Waddle, 
I literally cheered my television when you guys drafted Waddle because I think he's going to be a good player, don't get me wrong, but we already had the same guy in Jalen Rager. So I guess the one thing that I would ask you on that end is how did you think those two prospects compared and were you happy that they went with Waddle or if they were going wide receiver, do you have a little bit remorse that you would have preferred Smith or are you happy either way? Yeah, I think Devontae Smith is going to be very, very good. And I, th- yeah. I thought that's who the Dolphins were going to take. but then, So did I. Yeah, you know, all that bullshit starts coming out and blah, blah, blah. But either way, it was one of those ones. I mean, you just you just had to get a weapon. You yeah. had to. And yep, right. we'll see, man. I mean, they're both – I think they're both going to be very, very good. And They're wide Alabama receiver. wide receivers. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you have to say. They're Alabama yeah. wide receivers who have won championships and put up insane stats. That's all you have to say. They did it in the SEC. Yeah. Gump, Dolphin season wins. You're going over or under right now. We haven't seen the schedule. I'm not holding you anything. Carl's already given the division back to the Patriots, so we already know that bullshit. But I'll, the I'll just ask Miami you the wild card. Oh, okay. What about Buffalo? Yeah, you guys Buffalo. forget about Buffalo? What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe some regression there. <laughs> I'm just conditioned to discount Buffalo. It's going to take a little bit. It was that easy. Just <laughs> Buffalo. Buffalo's won, good. Won, how many games last year? Uh, Buffalo's no, a good team. Uh, how many games are the Dolphins going to win, Gump? Just a well, guess. I, Nine I, or ten, or are they going backwards to 500? I, I, I'm i not going to say backwards, but I'd say probably nine or ten. I, I okay. hate that we got rid of Kyle Van Noy. I fucking – I mm. he came on the show, and I fucking – I. He was so he's so happy to be a dolphin, man. Like I I don't get it. I that was to save money for what? We didn't fucking sign anybody. Right. Right. And what about Fitzy? Thank you. I mean, like, would you have signed Fitzy? Yeah, no back? problem. Like, would, you, <laughs> would, would you have signed Fitzy back if you could have? I would have, but I think I think Jacoby Brissett is a good signing too. Yeah, that is I a think good I think okay. if you bring Fitzy back, you you still have that bullshit where fucking people think he's going to come in in the fourth <laughs> quake. That was wild, man. That I was mean, crazy. It's insane. But I let's see what Tua can do, man. Like, the everyone thinks you can just come out and ball out your first year in the NFL. Like, yeah. How many p- interceptions did Peyton Manning have his first year in the NFL? Like, yeah. it takes it's, time, it's man. Yeah, it's not it's that hard. fast for everybody. Like, let's give this guy a chance. Right. Would you have ridden with Fitzy at the end of last year or put Tua in halfway through the season like they did? No, I would I would have never brought Tua in. I would have wrote I thought mm. I thought I thought Fitzy should have played that whole special. season. There I don't think there was any reason to. Nope. Right. They were rolling. The team liked Fitzy. You started yep. a bunch of controversy for no reason. Yep. Well, I, I mean, just it, don't Look at the beard on Gump. You think he's not going to say, I want Fitzy in the game? That's, that's, that's right, beard exactly. brothers right there. Seriously, that's him. You fucking oh, gunslinger, dude. It. God damn. <laughs> All right, speaking of giving somebody a chance and, um, you know, being a gunslinger, all this stuff, we got NBA talk. And the the theme of betting the NBA right now in this this last we got two weeks left in the season has been blowouts. I mean, there's just teams are okay losing by fucking thirty. You know, the fucking joke. It's it it's so hard, and I can't wait for the playoffs. And you know, in the Eastern Conference, I believe, um, you know, who is the one seed? Wait, I think I think I I Here hear it comes. Clap 
Yeah, that would be the number one seed, Philadelphia 76ers. Um, that's the song. We always play the song, Gump. Every that's a banger. It finds our way. It's fantastic. Dude, so they lost four good. in a row last week, and they still played the goddamn We still song. found a way to play eh, the song. We decided to win song. six straight. It was just a long con. We wanted to make people think yeah. we were giving up the one seed so that we could fuck them in the ass at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh, is Barnaby back? I'm sorry. back. Oh, my God. No, no. So hashtag anybody but the Nets in the Anybody but the Okay, that's the story. That's what we're rooting for on the show, Gump. We just don't want to see the Nets in the finals because you can't just form the evil empire and throw everybody together and say, hand them the the Eastern Conference. They're two to one to win the whole thing. Like, we got to play some basketball so we have stuff to bet. But in the West, my goodness, what's going on with the Lakers? And, I mean, you know, there's a lot of question marks. They may have to play in the play-in game. They're going to have to get to the Western Conference Finals on the road the whole way. And then if they survive that gauntlet of either, you know, Denver or the Clippers and then the Suns and then they get the Jazz. Oh, yeah, maybe after all of that, they have to play hopefully the 76ers. But if not the Sixers, then the Nets or the Bucks. Are you kidding me? Like, seriously. So. I had to write this down, and, uh, you know, I'm the former odds maker, but I still do the numbers, and I still talk to all the guys in the books and all this stuff. So I got a little test for you, Gump, and the boys. The the Lakers have seven games left on the schedule the rest of the way. They are these. They play the Clippers tomorrow. It says a home game, but it's the same. You know, they play in the same building. Then they play Portland at Portland, the second game of a back-to-back. Then they play Phoenix. Then they play the Knicks, both at home, and Houston on the back end of a back-to-back after the Knicks game. That's five games. Then they go on the road to Indianapolis, and they play Indiana, and they play at New Orleans the last game of the year on a back-to-back. Seven games. My question to you, Gump, is what is their record in those seven games, and how many of those games does LeBron play? with them heading to the playoffs and trying to get their position. So it's Clippers at home at Portland, back-to-back. Phoenix, then the Knicks in Houston, back-to-back. At Indy, who's really terrible right now. They stink. They're so bad. Indiana's so bad. And then at New Orleans, who may be playing to get it in the playing game, but most likely not. They feel like they're falling apart. Seven games. Give me the record. How many games is LeBron playing in those seven games? Three and four. Okay. LeBron plays two. Wow, he only plays two. Well, he Which, already said he's out for the next two, he's out, right? right. Two, so, yeah. right, he's out for the next two. So that only leaves him five games. And you know he's probably not playing the back end of the back-to-backs, right? They're yeah. going to sit him against Houston, and they'll probably sit him against Indiana, I would think. Yeah. But right, he's already so, he's already bailed himself out. He's he could never be the same again. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. <laughs> we all it know. doesn't matter. Listen, he already said hey, it. Dude. You pulled that quad. You know you were never the same. But you tried to come back. <laughs> yeah, a couple I times. didn't. Yeah, I didn't you fucking know? say it, man. That's Sorry, a wild right. move. That was classic <laughs> LeBron move. Newbie, uh, the Sixers guy. I'll give you the Laker question. Seven games, okay, for the listeners. It's Clippers yeah. at Portland, Phoenix, Knicks, 
Houston, all at home, then on the road at Indiana, at New Orleans. How many games did they win? How many games does LeBron play? Gump gave you his numbers. I could see him rattling off those last four, four straight. I think the Knicks, because they have to travel, that's a little bit tough. So um, I'll I'll give them four and three. And, you know, I I think about, you know, like you said, the two games, three games maybe. I mean, I think the coach coming out, Frank Vogel saying it's not an ideal situation. That's coach speak for (laughs) holy shit. We're in a world of trouble right now because why would he say anything else otherwise? Yeah, I think maybe – Two games, three games, but um, I could see him winning those last four games and getting in uh, at least making something for the playoffs. But this is something that we've been talking about for weeks, even <laughs> before the injuries. They just were not the same team. You know, the, the bubble giveth and the bubble taketh away. It's almost like they sold their soul to win that championship in, yep. in Florida. And, and now we'll look at where they're at now. So I, I think even if they get in the playoffs, uh, I, I've been saying they're a team to fade for a while now. Haskell's known as Batman within the uh, text group because he's always got the answers and he's got stuff in his tool belt and he comes up with things. He answered the phone this morning for me because we were talking about whether we think they can actually win the NBA championship. And I forcefully say there's no way in hell they're winning the NBA championship with the road they have to get through. But CH, um, seven games. Give me your number. Uh, What is their record and how many games does LeBron play? Yeah, I think LeBron plays three. I think he plays the Phoenix game because it's kind of on an island by itself. And then he plays one of each of the last two back-to-backs. I don't know if it's the first games or the second games or whatever. Okay. Okay. So I think he plays three games. Um, Okay. And I also think they win three games. I don't know if it's necessarily the three he's playing, but I think they go three and four. um, And I hope they have to play in the the play-in. Oh, Oh, man. I want want them to finish in the bottom tier. Oh, can we only hope that they get to play Golden State? I want to see Steph in a one-gamer put up 62 and end the whole season. It will be one of the biggest handle games of the entire NBA season leading into the playoffs. It will be fantastic. will give us all something to talk about because we're all content guys now, media guys, whatever you want to call it. I can't wait. I'm impressed, boys. That's the number. I think that's the number. I think three and four. Is, is what they go. It could swing four and three, like Newby said. I'm kind of with Gump, though. I think two is probably the number of games LeBron plays, depending on how they do in the first two. They might force him, and try, or he might try to come back and play three, but I think it's two. I think Gumpy's right. Listen, Gump, you're paying attention to all this gambling shit. I'm really, really impressed with the, the, the first number out of the shoot. I like it. Hey, you um, know I'm not doing anything else around here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we go to the NHL segment. We call it Pulling the Goalie here on Cash Considerations, which, again, you can follow the show at Cash Consid Show on Twitter. He is Carl Haskell at Carl Haskell and at Newbie Talks for Dan Newbert. I am Sports BK Consig. Bubba Gumpino is our guest. NHL Gump, um, the playoff spots are almost all locked up. But the thing we're all talking about today was fight night at Madison Square Garden. And Tom Wilson, what he did the other night was cheap as hell. I mean, that was just dirty shit. But I'm guessing you've been in a bar fight maybe once or twice, and things kind of happen. You know, um, Panarin got involved in a neighborhood he shouldn't have been in. He grabbed the guy, big guy from behind, and kind of held on. Van Riemsdyk held him and said, like, dude, you got to let go. Like, just come with me. And he wouldn't. 
and he got thrown down like a rag doll. So you knew that today was coming. If the NHL was, you know, going to give the guy five five dime fine, it's all they can do. You can't. They choose not to suspend them because it's the NBC game of the night, and everybody's going to watch. I got caught up, and I couldn't wait. But did you see any of the game? And would you have made the over-under for number of fights in the game 11? I believe there were 11 fights at this point in the game. Are you a hockey fan? Yes, no. And did you agree or disagree with what went on tonight at Madison Square Garden? Yeah, I'm a hockey fan. What went on today was that's what should have happened, I believe. Yep. This is on the NHL. They're fucking buffoons. Yep. <laughs> you let you let this circus happen. Yeah. You you could have suspended Tom Wilson for one fucking game and avoided this, right? Yep. But or, you, you or, let it. Or two games. I said, yeah. just, you know, so then yeah. you don't say, you don't give anyone the avenue to say, oh, you suspended him for the game because you're being chicken. No, we suspended him for two, that yeah. game and the next game. And then yeah. nobody can say, oh, well, they avoided that. Okay. You know, um, yeah, but Dave, like like you said, you know, you were watching. You were watching the hockey game. How Couldn't much of it, enough of it is the oh, fact yeah. that NHL knows they are at the bottom of the barrel when you're talking about popularity in sports. So, you know, I, I think that, that sounded like a shot from the lacrosse guy. No, no, I mean, I'm just I'm sounds saying like a shot from a Flyers fan I'm, is what it sounds like. I'm saying, I'm saying sounds... empirical data. If you want me to pull the numbers and see who's watching what sports, we can get into that. But I think they probably looked at it and they said, holy shit everybody's going to be watching this because they want to see what's going to unfold. And what unfolded was, like Gump said, exactly what should have happened, what we all knew was going to happen. And honestly, it was pretty fucking awesome to watch. So I'm not complaining about it, but it's the NHL's fault. I completely agree. That was yeah, an when old you, when, when you put out When you put out hockey tweets, they don't fucking go anywhere. They don't move. <laughs> I tweeted out a picture of them in the fucking penalty box, and that thing started yep. fucking going. Yep. So, I, t- hey, if that's what I, I wanted, it moved the needle, man. Yeah, fucking. that's that's no Good question. Good for the NHL, man. Like, if that's what it takes, fucking let's go. Let's play old school hockey, man. But that poor bastard who had to fucking be the <laughs> sacrificial lamb to fight Tom Wilson, man. He was holding on for dear. There's no, no one. There's, who could fight Tom Wilson in the yeah. league? Reeves? That's it. That's uh, yeah. yeah. There's not many guys. Tom nope. Wilson is a bad motherfucker. Like, but that is that's, a bad dude. That's the beef with Tom Wilson is he's fucking good at hockey too. He doesn't need to be like this. Right. And, that, right? and that's the thing. Yes. And the track record, you know, it, it hasn't changed. The behavior hasn't changed. He's been suspended five times by the league and, and, and fined a couple times. And he just keeps doing it because nobody, what do you have to do to the bully? You got to punch him in the nose and, you know, make him known. And no one's been able to do it yet. He did leave the game. After that, three minutes left in the first period with an (laughs) upper body injury, which basically I said was one of those. He had his head examined, and the rest of the cap says, keep your ass in here because we don't want to fight anymore. We just fought fucking seven (laughs) times. We had seven guys in a penalty box at once. So sit your ass down. We got it. And they end up winning the game. Oshie, TJ Oshie scored a hat trick. There was a very cool moment. With that was unbelievable, game, so right? Was like awesome. yep. CH, were you watching it? I mean, that oh, was yeah, amazing. That, we talked about our dad's last show and oh, stuff. Yeah. I, was, I got teary-eyed watching it, right? Yep, it was it was awesome to see that. I mean, when you consider it's like the two extremes of sport, right? You got this knockdown, drag out. Uh, I've known my wife now for eight years. 
it's the first time she's ever watched any sports with me in eight years. Because I said, hey, this is what happened the other night. You're going to see what happens at the beginning of this game. And she was enthralled with the first 60 seconds mm-hmm. of, of the game. She loved it. But then you get the other extreme where you get to the last 15 or 20 seconds, whatever it was, when Oshie gets to score the empty netter. And it was just pure emotion on the mm-hmm. bench. And it was it was both ends of the spectrum in that game. Yeah, yeah. It's, any, it's, anybody, anybody who tells you sports is just a game, fucking watch that, man. Exactly, I'm telling you, man. Exactly. Anybody says that, take a fuck. This is life or death, dude. Take a fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, you're absolutely right. It was great, and, and and you know, even if you haven't seen it, go back, watch the highlights, find you know, find a clip of it. It was really, really a cool moment. Um, Carl, I'll just throw it to you. I mean, as the Bruins guy on the staff, do you want to see Penguins Bruins? Because I'm a Penguin guy, and I don't want to fucking see it because I think <laughs> you guys are going to win. I, I want to see it in the second round, and I don't second know how. It, I don't know how it happens, and uh, honestly, uh, they're not going to finish one four, so they're both nope. going to have to. They're going to have to meet in the second round. I hope it happens. I really do, because that would be a whole hell of a lot of fun. I will mute Brother Doug as soon as it the Brother it Doug is Brother because, Doug's gonna have to be muted by me. I'm yeah, worried. he's gonna start. He'll start taunting oh, both of us. It's gonna be it's gonna um, be terrible. Uh, yeah. But I would love to see it. My again, bringing up my wife. I never talk about her on the show, but she texted me last night while I was watching Ooh. the Bruins game downstairs, Ooh. and she says. Penguins? That's really the name of a team? That's not very manly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. He slides it in that it was the wife. So yeah. smart. Right it was. I'll send you the screenshot. So texted me from upstairs. The fucking so wife texted me from upstairs. My daughters text me from the other room, but so does the wife. So I, I it's actually a believable story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gump, you watch the game. You know, you bet the games and this and that. Who's coming out of that Canadian division? I mean, seriously, you see this, all this shit, like you grew up in it, like who, it, Toronto, it's no shoe in. They're the odds on favorite. But are are you confident saying Toronto's going to come out of that division? This division has taken it on the shins all year. Like they've been <laughs> a punching bag for the yes. entire NS. Like anytime, any. McDavid's going to fucking score 100 points and no one gives a shit because he's playing against this division. <laughs> like, I feel bad for these guys, man. What the? You only play who's in front of you. I mean, it's got to be the least. But what, I, what I'm what i intrigued to see is the matchups in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, you're gonna, you got teams that haven't played each other all fucking year. Nobody yep. even knows if they're good. Yeah, right. You might yeah. be good in your division. You, you might go fuck play somebody else. You're like, holy shit, we stink. Yeah. yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. And you got to, you, you know, so you got to play your way out of the division. So there's going to be life or death games, like getting like the Canadian division games to get out of it are going to be incredible. And, you know, you may see Montreal make a move and like win a, you know, a series that they're probably going to be big dogs to. I mean, if they play Toronto, I don't think it'll be as big a price as maybe it should be because, I mean, once you get to the NHL playoffs, anything can happen. But, I mean, Carl, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Florida in that division. Who's coming yeah. out of that division? Oh, I don't even gonna, know who's winning that division now. They got three be, or four games left. Who's? Uh, uh, can you pick a winner? That second round is going to be a dogfight. That's oh. going to be a, that's going to be a knockdown, drag out seven games of pure beating the shit out of each other, and yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and a lot of fun to bet. 
Like yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunities. I think where we'll be able to, I, I think we're going to see totals back to five. We might yep. even see some four and a halves. Four and a half. Be, yeah. Yeah. We're going to see some four and a halves in a couple of those games. I'm telling you, it's nuts, yep. but we're going to see that. Would you all agree that we're just headed for the Western division of Vegas, Colorado? I mean, you talk about seven game series. Yep. I mean, that's that is be awesome. that, just punch that ticket right now. Like it's, it's, it, it's happening. I mean, even newbies, like you don't even watch that much hockey, but you know, noobs, that's what we want to see. Right. Well, and I, I watch any sport. Once it gets to playoffs, I fucking love playoffs because exactly like Gump was saying, you know what I mean? Like that's do or die time. And I will watch any, I'll watch the major league of tiddlywinks if it's on TV, because like I just, <laughs> anytime that you're talking playoff, the best athletes at their sport at the top of the game. I love that stuff. And it, it's just going to be such a treat getting that matchup because, like you said, that's almost a lock to go seven just because the two teams know each other so much. I think it's just going to be this grind out, drag it out, and I, I can't wait for it. I, I love the playoffs in any sport, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be great. I can't, I can't wait. And, you know, maybe uh... – I don't know if we get Penguins Boston, maybe we'll make a road trip or something. We gotta go, make yeah. that. Now happen. we're talking. Oh, we gotta God. make that happen. Yeah, yeah you guys we'll, will both I, have I'm to in. woo me for which team I'm gonna be rooting for. Well, I can tell you, newbie, I got three of these sour beers left because uh, oh, boy, I got here. three and a half of them actually. Oh, you can you God. can have the rest of this one too. It's terrible. Yeah. Boston, it is. <laughs> the stars. <laughs> Before we move off of hockey, do, when we get down to the final four teams, do we think it's a huge disadvantage to the Canadian team that they've had to fly coast to coast all year long while you look at whoever comes out of the East has – what's the furthest the Bruins have had to go? Philadelphia? Pittsburgh? That's it. No travel yeah. at all. You think that's an advantage to that over that Canadian team, whoever it is I do. that comes Tom, out of there? What do you think? You, you've lived out West and you know what it's like to fly East. And I mean, you flew to Vegas and blew it out for 48 hours and flew back. <laughs> I mean, like you've done these trips. It's a hard trip. Is it not? Yeah. So I was actually talking to uh will Middlebrooks this morning about the blue Jays, Oakland game tonight. Yep. And he said how he did. He said that road trip, when you go to the West coast from the East coast is a lot harder than people give it credit for. Oh, yeah. So if you're going to, like, I've been to Montreal from Vancouver, like, that's eight hours, man. Oh, yeah. You think about what happens in games. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a tough grind right now. Montreal, hey, if you ever get a chance fucking anywhere in Canada, go to Montreal, man. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. that's the spot. Yeah, Yeah. I I love it there, man. A lot of great theater there, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's really surprising. He's guy. Yeah, he's culture. He's a guy, yeah. Uh, it's very, I like it's very popular. <laughs> I can tell you this. It's very popular amongst the NHL crowd. There's a I'm lot sure of gentlemen's clubs there that yeah. are known to be uh, popular. Let's put it yeah. that way. That Canucks uh, COVID outbreak is being tied <laughs> yeah. to. There's uh, yeah. 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 a the inside yeah. Yeah. story there's there. Solid information coming out of Vancouver about That's what right. really happened. Love it. All right. Solid information. MLB discussion. Um, My my notes on this are pretty simple. Gump has the cheat code. If you listen to the Hammer Don podcast, it's pretty simple. Gump has narrowed baseball betting down to the first fives. And I hear you tell Diggsy every day, you got to take a half. Quit. Taking the fucking money line. If they give you a half, take it. Lay the fucking juice, you scumbag. 
<laughs> fucking money line, you would have won the Astros game. Just take the fucking I live for half a run. I see plus a, if you John means plus a half, I don't they'd be playing the fucking Dodgers with Bauer on the mount. I will take John Means plus a half. Right. No, and you're absolutely right. The way the game is being played right now with the pitchers and the runs are so tight. And you see these first fives. I mean, we're getting low. We talked about it. I was on the show with you guys last week. I was like, man, we're gonna you're gonna get threes. Like yeah. three and a half under juice is getting there pretty regularly. And now threes are happening for, you know, a lot of games and a lot of teams, except the Phillies. Like, newbie, what the what is going on with this bullpen in Philadelphia? Seriously, you called him nervous. He's forget about nervous. He's he, he's shit right now. Like the bullpen is done already, yeah. and it's only May. Well, that's I, I mean they do have some injuries, but I you can't explain mm. it away. I, I mean tonight even you know we're recording oh. here on a Wednesday and they score five runs. Didi Gregorius mm. gets a grand slam in the first inning. They don't score another run the whole entire game. So I think the the bullpen has you know been dog shit. No 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 yeah. ifs ands or buts about it. But the run support also hasn't been there. Bryce Harper getting plunked in the face and being out for you know however many games has hurt him as well. What but, a stud though. He didn't even be. I mean, no. he bounced right up. Yeah. It was unbelievable. If I get hit in the face with the baseball, I would still be crying on the ground. We've we've addressed that already. I would still be there today. Uh, yeah. But uh, but the thing is, what's is, the voice again? You would say, "Oh, uh, please, need help, monkey jizz." Uh, the monkey but, jizz uh, guy. But, uh, no, the thing is, is the Phils are the same team that they've been the past couple of years, and that's you know inconsistent hitting bad bullpen play and, you know, mismanagement of the roster as well. And it hasn't changed with Girardi. Um, unfortunately, I hope that it ends up doing it, but you know, I'm just hoping all I want is the wild card. If they make the playoffs, I'll be happy. I don't care. It's just been a long 10 years. All I'm looking for is to make the playoffs and they're, they're in first place right now. So let's yeah, see. In a division that's uh yeah, it's the NFC East. It's just the, the Braves NFC are coming. Yeah, Listen, the Braves are coming. You guys know oh, the yeah. Braves are coming. I know Relax. that well. NL East yeah. people, all of you listening to the show, Atlanta, NFC. By the way, is our number one city that listens to this podcast. Thank you. Big shout out to everyone you. in Atlanta for, for listening to the show. Um, Gump, does your dad believe what he's seeing in the Red Sox? Do you believe what you're seeing in the Red Sox? Is this team going to actually make the playoffs? Can you bring yourself to say it? I fucking hammered over 78 and a half wins. Oh! Alex Core effect, man. Uh, That's all it is. Mm. Fucking Ron Renicky was a goddamn statue last year. That guy fucking stinks. Get him out. He was fucking 90 years old, dude. I can't believe they let that guy coach a full season. Right. You got Cora back. The, the bullpen's not good enough. It's going to get you. It got him tonight. The starting right. pitching probably isn't good enough, but they, there's room to make moves. Can they make the playoffs? Sure. Why the fuck not? Unless, yep. unless the Yankees start fucking – Yankees have no pitching. Blue Jays have no pitching. What about the Rays? You didn't mention the Rays. The Rays got pitching. Carl. Do that Rays. fucking Mickey Mouse fucking <laughs> – Tonight, Yarbrough is a starter, and he's coming in the second inning. That's the fuck, worst. Oh. Start the fucking guy. If you have a starter, <sighs> fucking start him, dude. Uh, it's brutal. It's so – I hard. hate it. It's, it's, it's hard. It was – it. That's why, I won't, that's why I won't bet nice. a full game. I won't right. bet a full game. I won't it, do it. 
it, it, it unless it it's against the, the Phillies bullpen. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, it's he, true. Does, it's true. he knows his shit. <laughs> he knows his shit. Uh, Carl, so your man here bet over 78 and a half. No. You have under 79 and a half. No. Are you believing this Red Sox stuff right now, or are you, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop? No, I, I don't think they have the pitching. They really don't. They lose yeah. tonight. They're only five games over 500. Um, you take away that winning streak they had, and this team sucks. They're 9-13 and 13 when you take out that nine-game winning streak. And yeah. I know – it's they nine games. The you, yeah, I mean, they, they count like, the same. Count I, the same, I, right? I get that. <laughs> I think this team is not good. I think they hit J.D. Martinez right now. He's amazing. A, he's a triple crown threat. He had a three-run homer tonight. He could or, win or the MVP homer. award. He could. And I think Alex Which Cora he's about be, 25 to 1, by the way, on FanDuel, if you guys want to sneak in there and uh, look around. As he may be live if he keeps hitting like that. Um, but it's Trout's award to win. I mean, the way he's hitting and the way he's doing his thing. But but J.D. is live, and he – I don't think he goes away. That's – you know, when you look at it, like that's a professional hitter yep. in a lineup that's giving him opportunities yeah. to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah. Whether the they pitching, have the though. pitching or not. They don't, yeah. have, the, they don't, I don't, they don't have the pitching. Now, you may get to August 1st and, and take a look and – you know, Chris Sales, I said this last week, Chris Sales mm -hmm. made a couple of starts. Mm -hmm. And now, all right, maybe we can go get a starter. Maybe we can go get some bullpen help because they're sure as fuck not spending any money. Yeah. So they got the money to spend. <laughs> so, and they ain't fucking spending it on Liverpool either. Don't worry, Carl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> give me your soccer pick uh, for, for the, the, the big game. Who's playing? The, the all-English final? What do oh, we got? Chelsea, Man City. Yeah, what so do you got? Man City, Have you decided Man City. Yeah, I mean this is this is a storybook ending. Uh Sergio Aguero signed for Man City. When he signed, he said, I won't leave Man City until I bring them a Champions League. Oh my god. He's leaving this season. He announced at the start of the year this is last year at Man City. Wow. I'll take the fairy book ending fucking thank oh you very much. My love but god. Chelsea's a fucking I thought Chelsea would get got today by Real Madrid, man. They since Tuchel took over as their coach, they've been an absolute wagon. So I mean, English it's the Was best the league game in the world. On while you're doing the show. The soccer Was it on yeah, was it on today at all while you were doing the show, or was it over? I'll I'll check on my laptop every once in a while, just fucking okay. throw it on right. there. You but just kind of sit there, okay? Yeah, all I right. thought. I just want to know because while you're sitting there, are you paying attention to the show? Oh, you no, paying attention I'm, to I'm the dialed show? into I mean, the Pat show. Pat ain't listening to the show. Okay, all right. Pat, sure. Pat, if you listen to the show, he's your man's on it. Don't worry about we it. Did, he's we on did. He's on the floor. We did throw on the uh, when the March Madness. We threw games on and kind of uh, did like watch alongs. It was yeah, pretty cool. To. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's fun to do, especially if you got the lines in front of you. You're doing it. I mean, I, I'm doing that every night on Sports Grid from four to seven. Talking I try about and fucking. I watched Marenzi on fucking Sunday night. I was up late. I watched. Were you? Okay. Yeah, that guy's fucking hysterical. He's a, he's a, he's incredible. I mean, you know, you told me hopefully it's gonna happen and you'll get him on the show. It'll be hilarious and um, tell him about watching him on the score. He'll love it. Today we talked hockey, me, him, and Cam for an whole hour from four to seven, or four to five Pacific, seven to eight. We had the game on. This fight started, and we told stories. And who knew that Gabe was a, a goalie uh, growing up and he played minor league and he was, you know. 
in in a crazy stories. He was the goalie from the movie Slapshot before that guy was the goalie. <laughs> he's, he's the French Canadian guy. It was funny, really good stories. But all right, we got one segment left. It's Carl's Corner. Before we get to it, I want to mention ECSI, the East Coast Sports Investors. Ever wonder what 30-plus years of sports wagering experience and the number one ranked sports investors in the world, according to Google, first page looks like? It's the East Coast Sports Investors, which is at eastcoastsportsinvestors.com. Your sports leaders delivered to you via text and email. What better time to meet the ECSI family, NBA, NHL playoffs, the daily grind of MLB, and the PGA Championship just a few weeks away, where ECSI has already cashed three outright winners pre-flop. Really good with the golf, J.D. Still questions? Ask the real Vegas Dave, Mr. Sherapin. He wrote that in the script. I read it. Fuck <laughs> Vegas Dave. You guys all know. So that would be me. You can reach out to me. The number one in team. Just win and profit. See you at the winner's circle. That's Jeff uh, Dawson at ECSI uh, on Twitter, the East Coast Sports Investors. Listen, you guys can pick and choose who you use if you want to buy picks. If you don't, I mean, it's up to you. But Jeff does a great job, and he's got great gear if you like hats and gear and all that stuff. He's up in New England. Another New England guy that keeps telling me, watch out for the Patriots in this fucking Tom Brady character who's no longer there, thank God but it's still the Patriots. All right, Carl, take it away. Carl's corner. Um, we went to Mount Rushmore um, a while back on the yep. show, and now we're doing what I like to refer to as we're going to call this Mount Jagoff. Sure. Um, you know, a little 412 uh, Pittsburghese for you. Take it away. <laughs> yeah, so like you said, we did Mount Rushmore a couple weeks ago, and um... – you know, last week we did the foursomes that, of people who we wanted to go play golf with. Dave did a 30 I did a whole outing. Yeah, he I did, did a, whole a whole outing. Shotgun yeah, a whole start shotgun a whole tournament. Outing. Yeah. I did. But this week, you know, especially spurred on by the whole uh, Tom Wilson fiasco yes. that's been going on this week. I called it earlier in the in the week, Mount Kyrie. Uh, but if you want Mount to call Kyrie. it Mount Jagoff, <laughs> that's fine. But I, I, what I'm looking for is when you have your Mount villain people who are your four villains that you just absolutely effing hate oh i can say absolutely fucking hate yes from we're, your we're, perspective we're not we're not have a yeah sponsor i said we can still swear earlier really trust me yeah. we uh we, we still, we, that ship has sailed a long yeah, time ago yeah, yeah yeah we're still not on pbs or anything yet right so no, uh yeah so dave i know i i've seen your list here so I'll, I'll start with you who are your four villains on uh your mount jagoff so I tried to, you know, do one of each sport. Um, so we'll start with baseball. Back in the day, it was Pete Rose. I just thought his hair was annoying, and the Reds always beat the Pirates, and I didn't like Pete Rose. And then I started working in the media in Pittsburgh, and Barry Bonds, you know, used to wave me off like this, like I was a catcher asking for a fastball, and he would be like, fuck you. And I walked by him asking for a soundbite every day for two summers straight and he wouldn't do it. So I got to not like bonds. And then when he didn't throw out uh, Francisco Cabrera single and didn't throw out the slowest runner in the history of baseball, Sid Bream, I'm still pissed off about that. So those two guys, but my current baseball guys, Manny Machado. I, I, I mean, he's a, he's a just, he, he walks the walk, 
But man, he is so annoying and just, I, I can't stand him. So he's my baseball guy. Football was pretty easy. Tom Brady has terrorized me my entire adult <laughs> life. Um, I respect what he does, but he's on the list because he's so good. We couldn't beat him. Um, I've lost so much money betting against him. This is the year. Oh, give me the six. Yep. By halftime, it's 30 to nothing. And they're, and he's still in the game. I give Belichick credit. He's got a little wing right over Brady on my mountain. Uh, so that was it. It's the whole Patriot organization. They're the evil empire. I nicknamed that years ago. Uh, basketball, we go back to the Pistons. Bill Lambeer, easy guy to hate. He used to just you know, annoy everybody, but he was good at what he did. So there was a respect factor there. Even kind of the same for bonds. He was great. I respected him, obviously respected Brady and, and, and what the Patriots were able to do. But for my mountain, it was John Starks, John Starks of the oh. Knicks was annoying as fuck. Like he just, just, I couldn't stand the guy. And I wanted the Indiana Pacers. Listen, you live there now, Gumpy, you know what the Pacers are to that community. And, Reggie Miller just couldn't get past the Knicks, and Starks used to just mouth off and Spike Lee and all that stuff. I couldn't stand him. And then hockey, it was pretty simple. The Capitals. The Capitals blocked, cock-blocked the Penguins from advancing in the playoffs forever. And this goes back to, like, Rod Langway. Um, Scott Stevens took his place. There was always that defenseman that just annihilated people, Took thir played 32 minutes a game, took every shift. Mike Gartner, I liked Mike Gartner because he could score goals and he had the best mustache in hockey at the mm -hmm. time other than Lanny McDonald. But my number one guy that I cannot stand and could be number one on the mountain is Dale Hunter. Dale Hunter was the biggest pest, nasty motherfucker in hockey. And what he did to Pierre Turgeon was one of the cheapest shots in hockey. The guy was celebrating a goal, skating in the corner, and he blasted him. So those are my four guys. Uh, Mount Jagoff. Back to you, Carl. Um, I didn't mention any Boston people uh, other than the Patriots, other than the Patriots and Tom Brady. <laughs> I had to say it again. You win. I said it multiple times. Yep. There may have been a Celtic or two somewhere on that list a while ago, but we'll take sure. a pass. Go ahead. Back okay. to you. All right, that sounded like more than four, but uh, it's a pretty big fucking mountain you got going on over there. But that's fine. You got the whole you got the whole Rockies going on over there. We're looking for one mountain, but that's yep. good. Newbie, what do you got? So I got four here, and I adhered to the Mount Rushmore, Mount Jagoff, and mine. I actually have two who aren't even athletes, and I'll start with just <laughs> one of the biggest loathsome douchebags <laughs> that there is in the game, and that's Dan Snyder owner of the don't call them Washington Redskins. He, like I said, loathsome douche. I actually wrote notes on this, and that was my first bullet point. Uh, the other thing that I have is that he looks like the kind of guy who would sit around farting in a wine glass and sniffing it like it's an aged Merlot. His shit don't stink is the way that he kind of looks at, you know, the way he goes about. Now, I shouldn't hate him because he's kept Washington awful for however long. So I shouldn't hate him, but I do. My second, you know I love my birds, 
Cole Beasley was an eagle killer for so fucking oh, long. Third wow. and 12, third and one, didn't matter. You knew it was Cole Beasley getting a first down. When he went to Buffalo, I was so happy because he was fucking Carl's problem now <laughs> because I he, he was just an eagle killer. And I think the thing that pissed me off more about Cole Beasley is that he's tiny. He's 5'8". He's little guy. So I watch yeah. him shit on the team that I love, and I'm thinking, this 5'8 motherfucker is just <laughs> putting my eagles in the ringer. Meanwhile, me at like six foot I'm playing I'm, I'm paying money to play flag football on the weekend while Cole Beasley at 5'8 is shitting on my team it's 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 more of a jealousy thing I think than anything uh my third is a guy who again isn't even an athlete well you know depends who you ask Brian Colangelo another just Whoa. absolute motherfucker <laughs> Who almost ruined the process? Now I'm the rocking, triple fucking caller. I'm rocking. I'm exactly the triple fucking caller. He had here's the the piece de resistance on Brian Colangelo is the fact that he got caught using a burner account and blamed it on his fucking wife. Man, he was like, oh, oh she was taking Ambien like and tweeting out shit. So I I cannot stand him. And he almost made the years of watching KJ McDaniel's Tony Roten, Hollis Thompson, um um. Mabala Mute or, or however. <laughs> so I had to watch those Sixers teams and he almost made it all not worth it. And the the piece, like the the George Washington on my Mount Rushmore of sports fans I can't state, I can't stand. Now, I don't hate anybody. I try not to hate anybody, but I fucking hate Kevin Durant. And the thing is, oh, is he is an incredible athlete. And, and it's undeniable. I mean, he's he's really, you know, pound for pound, one of the best athletes, one of the best basketball players, yet he's a snake in the grass. He, 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 and again, I have a problem. I'm all about transparency and honesty. This dude had a burner account as well. When you're like, what, 30 yeah. feet tall, whatever the hell he's at. And then he got his ass kicked by LeBron one too many times after screwing over our guys. Well, it wasn't really his fault leaving, uh, leaving the Sonic. So I guess I'll leave that part out of it, but he loses LeBron one too many times. So he decides I'm going to hop on to one of the most prolific shooting teams coattails. Sure. He made him better, but now he goes to Brooklyn. He cries and gets everybody to come to town there so he can fake hurt all year long and just limp around the line. I can't I can't stand it. When the the Sixers fans chanted Durant sucks when he wasn't even in the game, I wanted that injected into my arm because I I loved it. Oh. It was everything and that is my Mount Rushmore. Excellent work. Wow. That's fantastic. That was good. It, that was very it, good. And Gump, before we go to you, I, two things I got to say about newbies list. First of all, congratulations to Howie for not making it on the, on the top four. And he, I had him written down before the draft because we were talking about this. The draft happened. I was like, I can't do it. How Howie, he, 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 he gained some points in my book. Uh, and then uh, Alvarez, I'm going to save you a little bit of time. It was farting in a wine glass and sniffing it. You could just write that one down for the out of context tweet that'll be coming Excellent. up tomorrow afternoon. Yes. Yep. All right. Gump, I know you probably haven't had as much time to think about this as we have, because I've been thinking about this I feel like for, for three weeks now. But uh who's on your most hated list? Uh let's start with Aaron Boone. Oh, he hit, he hit okay. that home run in 2003 and somehow turned that into coaching the fucking Yankees. The guy's a buffoon. <laughs> he has no business coaching that fucking team. We'll parlay that into A-Rod, who has somehow turned into America's oh, fucking angel. That's great. The guy's yeah. a fucking another scumbag who some, I mean, <laughs> him on Sunday Night Baseball, I fucking watch oh. it on mute. 
Yep. And then <laughs> I I don't think I I don't think I hate LeBron James because I like how he went back to Cleveland and got them a title. I wish right. he would have stayed in Cleveland. I wish yes. he didn't go to LA. I think everybody feels the same yep. way. I wish he never left Cleveland in the first place. Right. He's a great basketball player. Everybody knows it. But it's the it's just the way he fucking the social yeah, media and everything. It. Yeah. It's too much, man. It's all yeah. fucking fugazi. It yep. stinks. And my last one, the Dodgers whole team right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them all. They added Bauer. They think they fucking invented baseball because they had a hot fucking start and won a Mickey Mouse World Series. Uh, fucking beat it, clowns. Like, I can't fucking deal with it. I hate the Dodgers. I wish they never won a World Series, dude. I was so happy when the Red Sox beat them in 2018. And everyone praising Dave Roberts. Does anyone realize that he sat Bellinger games one and two in Fenway because the Sox were pitching left-handed pitchers in the 2018 World Series? Yeah. Cody Bellinger. Yeah. He couldn't hit lefties, though. He put you know Madsen in fucking four <laughs> games in a row to get bogged. I mean, thank you. He helped us out. Thank you, Dave Roberts, once again. But Jesus, man, I just I can't with this Dodgers team. I can't do it. But I mean, the Dodgers and Padres are single-handedly saving baseball, man. When they play, it's must-watch TV. It's oh, electric. electric. Electric it's playoffs, playoff baseball electric. in April. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. It's I really will say good. before Carl wraps up Carl's corner. When he mentioned LeBron James, have you guys ever noticed he's always reading, but he's only ever on the second page of whatever book he's reading? It's always he's sitting in the fucking locker room. He's just starting <laughs> the, the book. book. Did you see the video when they asked him about? He was reading this Malcolm X book, oh, and they asked bad. him. They asked him to explain it, and he was just like. Uh, it's good. He was like looking at the back, like trying to like glance down at it, but not looking, being like, uh, it was published by uh, Puffin Publix. Like, like he had uh, he had no answer. And I, I like LeBron's it, game, but I think I think just like Gump said, it's like it's the extra shit. Yeah, uh, he's just he's just insufferable. That's yeah, all it is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and here, here's the drawback of going last is how, uh, three uh, at least one, two, yeah, three of the five that I have, smaller mountain than Dave, but bigger than what we had planned on. <laughs> three of my five have already been covered. So my honorable mention is LeBron. Mm. I mean, he's probably one of the best players to ever play. Yeah. And the, the problem is he's never committed a foul in his entire fucking career. Yeah. Have you ever seen his face when a foul is called against him? What a fucking joke. Umbridge. And I just can't stand it. I can't stand that he's right all the time and everyone else is wrong. The officials are wrong. The other team is wrong. Yeah. I just, I can't stand them ever since that fucking decision. That's when it happened. When he sat there and he sat across from Jim Gray in that yeah. gymnasium, it just went right in the shitter. And from that point on, he's not going to win three, not four, not five, <laughs> whatever the hell it was. So LeBron is definitely on the list, but next is also A-Rod. I mean, from the stupid little grandma slap on Bronson Arroyo in the 0-4 playoffs to the fight he got in with Jason Veritek to him ruining my fucking New Year's Eve because J-Lo was the performer, and there's fucking A-Rod on the side like, look at me, I'm in New York, and that's my girlfriend up there. Well, how did that work out for you, A-Rod? It didn't. <laughs> Jack off. <laughs> Next, I'm, I'm going to guess Dave's going to be the only one who's going to get this reference, but Jack Tatum. 
Oh, Jack yeah. Tatum oh, played boy. for the for the, I think it was the Oakland, Oakland Raiders. Raiders at that Oakland time. Raiders entire time. Yep. He put a hit in a preseason game on Daryl Stingley that paralyzed the guy for life. Yep. In a 1978 preseason game, in a meaningless, stupid little throw across mm. over the middle. Yep. He laid a hit on Daryl Stingley, and then 25 years later was trying to get Daryl Stingley to accept his apology because he had put a book out for the 25th anniversary of the hit. And the name of the book was, uh, what is it? Final Confessions of an NFL Assassin. You motherfucker. Oh fuck you. Go away, you cocksucker. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us yeah. how you really feel. feel Tell baby. us how you really feel. <laughs> there you on. go. So my last two, I've already harped on that mf Ulf Samuelson in the past and yes. what he did to Cam Neely. Yep. Sorry, I know he was on the Penguins back then. I fucking hate him. But the last one is one that Dave just touched on. Anyone who played for the Detroit Pistons in the late 80s. Anyone. And that includes one of your guys, Dave. I looked it up today, and you know who was a rookie in 1989 on the Detroit Pistons? Fennis Dembo. Oh, was a rookie. Was a rookie. <laughs> Fennis Dembo was a rookie. He didn't play much. No, Damn of course it. not. I love Fennis. You take I, that in, me off. You take that entire team: Joe Dumars, oh. Vinnie Johnson, Dennis Rodman, that motherfucker Bill Lambeer. Oh, Bill Lambeer. Johnny Most, I sent you guys the clip this morning. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, we used to have McFilthy and McNasty, they used to call them. <laughs> Rick Mahorn, Bill Lambeer, and the poster child from all of them, Little Lord Flauntleroy, they used to call him, Isaiah Thomas. I fucking hate all of you. All of you suck. It's been 25 years. I still hate that fuck. 35 years. Jesus, yeah, 35. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Anybody who played for the Pistons in the 80s, I hate you all. You're all going up on the mountain. There you go. Boom. That's it. List. That's that's pretty strong. Mount Jagoff, Mount uh, Mount Kyrie. <laughs> it's all right there. No one holding back anything. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So we got to wrap it up, boys. Uh, we we we've reached the end of the show. Um, you know, before we get out of here, I want to thank you know Gump for joining us. It's been awesome. A lot of good takes. A lot of good you know stories. Um, can't wait to meet in person. It's going to be awesome. But thank you for joining us. And um, you know, settle in, just relax. You got you got time to think because we go, you know, with the boys first. They 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 get one minute to rant, and I mean that was just a rant for the ages. <laughs> I mean I don't even know what could possibly come next. But I believe it is newbie's turn to kick off this week, right? It is Dan Newbert. At Newbie Talks on Twitter, he's the executive producer, co-host of the show, um, and doing other big things, WEEU tomorrow. Are we doing the thing tomorrow on WEEU? We'll see what the Phils do. If the bullpen fucks it up, it depends. Philly's affiliate, so we're at the mercy. They got a oh, day God. game. So, yeah. so day the game. Philly's affiliate on WEEU <laughs> and Reading, Dan Newbert, talk it out every day, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Depending if the Phillies can get the game won or closed in time, him and I do a segment every week where we shout out um, the Sixers. We talk about gambling and our boy Norm and his son Nate, who are you know big fans of this show, that show. Today, Nate went to school. Eight-year-old Nate went to school in second grade, and his show and tell was I got a shout out on my dad's friend's podcast, and he played it. 
then take the talk it out segment for everybody. So big shout out to little Nate. We keep them Sixers coming, baby. We're going to be there. All right, newbie, that's it. Um, maybe a little preview of tomorrow's show. Whatever you got, it's right now. Your time. Take a minute segment starts on cash considerations in three, two, one. Well, luckily, he didn't take the audio from this podcast and play that for the uh, for the kids in, in first grade. <laughs> oh, nope, 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 se- nope. Second nope. fucked in the ass came out of there. He's getting uh, sent off the uh, <laughs> sent off to the side. Um, there we go. Know, I got I got my ranting out of the way with the uh, the Mount Rushmore, which I think was an awesome idea. So actually, for my take a minute, uh, I'm actually going to take a minute and just you know be thankful for this opportunity that we get to do this show um, because of the opportunities that have kind of come up outside of it. You know what I mean? I actually get to share the news here on the podcast that we had Joe Ranieri back a couple weeks and I'm going to be working, doing some production for wager talk and these different things that have been starting and, and coming up here in my life wouldn't be possible if it weren't for obviously Dave doing the show here with Carl. And then, you know, we get to have guys like Gump on like Joe on, and we just get to talk sports. We get to just forget about bullshit for an hour. We just get to just kind of lay back and, and take stock on what is great. What makes makes us laugh, what makes us happy, and what we fucking hate. So really, I just like to, you know, thank Dave, obviously, for this opportunity. Thank for listeners for being part of it. So it might take a minute. I think this is the first time that I've ever actually been, you know, a little bit more subdued and not ranted. I'm just so thankful for these opportunities that I have. I love what we're building, and I can't wait to continue to grow. I love doing it. This is the show, and this is my take a minute. Excellent work, sir. Very nicely done. Excellent. Um, he's Dan Newbert at Newbie Talks, and um, that was your first like non rant. You oh, know, I got a lot of rants. Beer jizz guy, <laughs> like all kinds of things. You said all kinds of shit, and everyone's been immune. But no, man, it's been awesome. And again, we we talk about it all the time. It's the beginning. Uh, you know, and, and I can't wait to see where it goes. All right, Carl. Um. I have no idea where you could go with this. You've you've you've, you've come so far, like you, you're taking segments over. You you got the email. We we had the contest. People go leave us a review on the show. We're giving away a free hundred dollar bet. All you have to do is go leave us a review and email the show at cash can cash can sid show at gmail dot com, and um you know send us the review or tweet the review. And then send that to us email, and you're entered into a contest for a free $100 bet on the World Series. And if your team gets there, you're on the show. So you can pick anyone you want. We'll get you the best price. We'll mail you the ticket. It's yours. And then if you, you know, even if you pick the Red Sox and they get there, they don't have to win it. You're on the show that week, and we'll have you on. And and who knows what could come from it? Look at Gump. He was calling in shows. Now he's on the show, and he is the show. So anything can happen. Carl, your one minute to take a minute at Carl Haskell on Twitter starts in three, two, one. Yeah, so when we started the show here, it was Cinco de Mayo. Now we've uh, creeped past midnight, and it's uh, <laughs> it's Cease de Mayo uh, here. But it's, it's Thursday. Spanish sucks. <laughs> just as a reminder to everybody, today's Thursday, and Sunday is Mother's Day. And I yes. just wanted to take my minute to uh, talk about my mom, who basically raised me and my two sisters, for the most part, on her own. Um, 
we used to ride in the car. I was the oldest, and we'd be driving home from my grandmother's, and I'd say, you know, what's the baseball team out of Cleveland? And she'd say, the Indians. And then I'd say, what's the basketball team out of Philadelphia? And she'd say, the 76ers. And I used to grill her like that in the car all the time when I was little. She went to all of my games, Little League, basketball, when I was good, in Babe Ruth when I was okay, in high school when I rode the bench. She was still at every game, which was why she was there when I dislocated my shoulder in high school because <laughs> she came to all the games. And um, she doesn't listen to the show because, I don't know, it's not her thing. But um, I know if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be sitting here right now and having this conversation every week with these two guys that uh, I've come to really uh, love as couple of my best friends and if it wasn't for her I wouldn't be sitting here right now so happy mother's day mom that's my minute. awesome look at that awesome carl that's, and i turning the lights was, down geez. that's right i, I like it. it right little you know See, I mean, you to bring i'm back coming back rent. with a rent next oh. week i don't know what it is but it's building <laughs> bigger than ever bigger than ever <laughs> last week he was motherfucking the the people with the Taking their bags the out of the, the bag and shit. Bottle yep. caps. You the know, beer caps. sucks because they, they're not in bottles anymore. Yep. And now we got shout out to mom, which, listen, that's the show. This is the show. We talk about sports. We talk about gambling. We talk about life and family. So that's what it is. And that's what it is. And once you become a guest on the show, you kind of become a member of the Cash Considerations family. So, Gump, you know what it's like. You're with the boys and you're in the 412 crew. And now you're, you know, big things, Pat McAfee show, YouTube specials, all kinds of shit. Even, you know, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, Amish guy reference. <laughs> I mean, like, you got it all. But, yeah. like, you know, you got your opportunity right now to take a minute on our show. Again, we thank you for being here. No pressure, no nothing. I mean, you know, boy just shouted out his mom. He shouted out each other. You can shout out anybody you want, but it starts right now in three, two, one. Are we going negative or positive? I'm hey, whatever you, you want. Do whatever you do want. whatever you want. We've been I don't want to go full negative oh, after all this positive. Go oh, we're usually full yeah, negative. We're go usually. for it, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll start with the Super League because that was an absolute fucking joke. The joke. fact that those owners joke. got together and thought they could slide that in there is beyond fucking stupid. What Manchester United fans did in protest, was it wrong? Absolutely. But... You you guys did that. You did right. that. Yep. You honestly thought if there was fans there, the fuck everything would be fucking just. It, it was just. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. To Ooh. be honest, the fact that you could make it happen, and then uh, just when it comes to betting, man, like just fucking enjoy it. Like oh. enjoy sports. Oh. Like try enjoy, that. Yeah. Enjoy. Like just enjoy life, man. Like this world we're living in is fucking insane, and just. You know what I mean? Just fucking take a breath and have a laugh, man. Like, there's a lot of negativity in the world, but fuck. Like, just enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy every day as much as you can. Worth of wisdom from Bubba Gumpino on Twitter. Um, Gump, it's, it's so true. And, like, you see it every day. You're around one of the most positive people on planet Earth. And Pat and the boys have mm -hmm. all come together. I mean, you watch the chat room. Do you guys watch the chat room on the show? Yeah, that is fun. It's, it's unbelievable <laughs> what goes on on there. That it's YouTube crazy. chat is unreal. Wild. It's wild. But even when I was at the shipyard, man, like everyone was like, why are you so fucking positive? All these old fucks, just miserable, hacking <laughs> right? You got to be. I'm like, 
fucking you wake up healthy man fucking enjoy your life christ you only get one man like make the most of it absolutely couldn't agree more and you know that really i mean that hits close to home to me every day you know i had a stroke seven months ago i woke up and couldn't talk i mean i was eight hours from dead i mean the the doctor told me that again and i've told this story on the show and you know you can go back and find it i'm going to continue to tell it a thousand times because every day when i wake up it changed me I'm, I'm i'm in that exact mode every day so awesome stuff um all right, my take a minute segment is um, it's it's the best bet on gambling Twitter, Gump. It, it usually goes over every time, and you can probably bet it safely over. But I'm going to try to keep it tight because it came up, and uh, there's a guy in Columbus that listens to the show, Lee Kirk. He's a friend of Brother Doug. Uh, big shout-out to him because he listens every week, and he's really helped with brother Doug and his battle and all that other stuff. So a lot of things going on, brothers and sisters going, it's all good. But my take a minute segment starts right now. So every day I walk little Ken Sig, seven-year-old Kendall to school and pick her up from school every day. My schedule has allowed me to do it. I treasure the time every day. I learn something new from her or, you know, about her or about one of her friends. Today I learned about a friend. I can't even remember her name. She's going to be mad if she listens to this. But I am now driving because we moved up to the Hamptons. I called the new house the Hamptons. So the kids live up in the Hamptons. I'm moving to the Hamptons this weekend. Moving sucks. I'm going to get it done, Jessica. I know if you're listening to the show, get off my case, please. I know it's going to get done. Anyhow, there's a way to pick up the kids at school, and there's a way not to do it. And there was a movie called Mr. Mom, Michael Keaton, Pittsburgh guy. You know, you're doing it wrong. I had to learn to do it right because I was doing it wrong. I was always walking. Well, now I'm driving because the walk is a little further. Seven-year-old Kendall, not only will she beat me in every bet that she makes, we've made walking to school, she'll she'll complain. And I don't want to hear her complain walking because it's 95 in Vegas now. So we go in the car. You pick up. You drop off. The right-hand lane is the kiss-and-go lane. The left lane is the drive-through lane. Kiss-and-go means you kiss your kid goodbye, and they go. The left lane, you go drive-through. Grandmas, aunts, people, it's just like in the book when you come to the counter. There's a procedure. You call out your bets. You give the person your money, and then you take your ticket, and you keep the line moving. You got to learn the right way to do the pick up and drop off. Anyone that's listening to the show, you guys have seen me wear the shirts and tell people I got a podcast. You're listening to the show. Figure the shit out, just like in the book. Keep the line moving and kiss and go. See you later. That's going to do it for the show. Cash considerations at Cash Consid Show for the boys. Gumpino. Bubba Gumpino on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining us. Follow him on Twitter. Newbie Talks, at Newbie Talks on Twitter. Dan Newbert, executive producer, co-host of the show. And Batman, Carl Haskell, at Carl Haskell, the social media manager, coordinating producer, and co-host of the show. Cinco de Mayo hat wearing mother. <laughs> I am Dave Sheriff in the Sportsbook Consigliere with my Phillies hat on. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening.